Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Mel Celia Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministry. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Are you rejoicing already? I pray that you are, that you got the goodness of the Lord on your mind this morning. And whenever you're listening, that you remember how good God has been. Amen. Let me start my good morning shout out, starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny M. White Sr., pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church. And good morning to our church family. Also, good morning to my sponsor for the month of February. God bless you. And to my monthly subscribers, God bless you. Thank you all for planting a seed and a special thank you to my listeners on WCBQ Paradise Network. Truly thank you for consistently listening. I love it when you see me. You let me know that hey, I tune in on Saturday morning and to be a part of Rejoice and Be Glad radio program. So thank you so much. I appreciate you all. And to God be the glory. May he continue to bless you for how you are supporting ministry in the land today. Amen. I want to also give a shout out to my sister in Christ at the Hot Topics with Reverend Phyllis. She comes on at 1030 a.m. So if you get a chance, stay on, please, and listen to what the Lord is saying through that vessel, through that woman of God. I want to get into the word today because I I like to play a song if I can. I know I keep running out of time, but I'm hoping this morning I will get to play a song because this is fitting to what I'm getting ready to elaborate on in the Word of God. I am still in John 5, and I just want to talk about verse 14 a little bit more. We know the story. I've been talking about it. The man, the impotent man there at the pool of Bethesda, and we know that God healed him on the Sabbath and told him to take up his bed and walk, and he was healed immediately. Amen. Um, But I want to talk about verse 14 because after Jesus heals him, he, you know, he slips away into the crowd. But verse 14 talks about how Jesus comes back and finds this man. So let me read it. It said, afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. And I want to read the NIV version of that. It said, later Jesus found him at the temple and said unto him, see you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. And last last week I talked about deliverance come with a warning. And I just want to hit that just a little bit. It did because it was it was a war, it was love in that warning. Amen. Um, he chastises whom he loved, and correction is with love, amen. When it comes from heaven, from your creator, from your savior, your redeemer. It's, it's a love warning. Um, Jesus took the time to find him because that was important. I talked Talked about how that was important that Jesus wanted him to understand that the wages of sin is death. He wanted him to understand further than him just being made whole, amen, and being well again. Uh, but Jesus wanted him to understand how sin works, amen, um, in the nature of God that I heal you, but sin has his place. It has his sort of, it, it has a cause and effect, amen. Um, the wages of sin is death. That's what it rewards you with. Um, that's the 
consequences of sin. It is death. And Jesus wanted him to know that. But I also saw something else come to me with this text. Um, I said last week how he looked beyond our faults to see our needs and he sees to our need. That's his word. He said, I supply your needs according to the, my riches in glory. Amen. He's faithful to his word. But what I, the subject I want to use today is more of a question. And, and to me, this is what he's saying to the man when he comes back. This is what he's saying to us today, that we need to assess ourselves to figure out how did I get here? Amen. That's what I want to talk about. How did I get here? Um, he was at that pool of, of, of Bethesda. Um, he was impotent. He was invalid, um, he, which means he couldn't do for himself. He needed others to help him into the pool, to help him get there when the water was troubled. But Jesus coming back and telling him, I'm sitting no more. To me, I want to use that question today. How did I get here? Whatever state you're in today, whatever you're waiting for Christ to do, whatever healing, deliverance you need, whatever way out of no way you need on today, um, whatever you're waiting for God to do in your life. But how did you get here? I'm not saying that whatever state you in, that sin caused it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you need to Jesus dealt with him where he was. He, he knew the life before the impotent state. Um, he knew his life before he ended up at the pool of Bethesda. Um, Christ knew. He knows us. I told you about that a couple of weeks ago. He knows everything about us. But I think the subject, the, the matter here in the text is telling us that we need to assess. There's a time for an assessment in a new year. Like all that went on in 2023, how did that come to be? Amen. If you found yourself broken in financial hardship, whatever state you was in, whatever state you happen to be in, we have to assess, how did I get here? For the man, it was sin. He said, sin no more. Stop sinning or something worse may happen. Um, whatever state we find ourselves, um, where you were before Jesus delivered you, how did you get there? Um, I thought about my husband and I. Um, in, 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 in our early years of marriage, it was so much, we were so young. We were 20 when we got married. And then when, you know, things started to progress, you know, before two years in, we had a child. Um, we just wanted them young. We thought we knew what we were doing, but yet we were making bad decisions, um, regarding our finances and some other things in our marriage about our relationship with each other. We just didn't understand things the way we understand it now, but, 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 but we had to assess, you know, we've infallible. How did we get there? What were the decisions that we made that got us in the financial state of hardship? Amen. I, I pray this is helpful to someone because it's good that we assess. I remember Bishop Betts um, in one of his posts in his daily doses. He said, a new year is not by the calendar. Um, I believe the man at the pool um, had a new year on that day um, when Jesus healed him. It was a new year. Um, it was a new beginning for him. Um, but Jesus again came back to help him assess how he got 
there in the first place. He said, you got to stop sinning. I think once you assess how you got in the state you were, a new year begins. I mean, me and my husband, when we discovered the mistakes we were making, it began a new year. Um, we're in February. You got a new month. Um, and it's not by the calendar. It could be mid-month that you realize and assess what got you where you were, that you changed things. Um, I, I, you got to assess that. I love the story of the prodigal son. Can I just bring that out for a minute? Because when he came to himself, amen, and, and he got to his father, he saw his father come running to him. And the Bible said the father, father had compassion when he saw him. But it was what the prodigal son said. I just want to read this. He's, the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. He did an assessment. And when he came to himself, he did an assessment of how did I get here? Oh my God. How did I end up with the pigs? How did I end up eating slop? What happened to all my money? What happened to the lifestyle I had before? What were my decisions? What did I do? He said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Somebody need to assess and realize that they had sinned against heaven. They had sinned against their father. They had sinned against their mother. They had sinned against the, 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 whoever, amen, in your life that you sinned, that you've done wrong, that you need to change your ways. You need to go back home. You need to go back to God. You need to go back to church. Help me, God. You need to go back and beg the pardon of those you've done wrong. How did you get here? That assessment is so important. And then I want to wrap it up with this and hopefully I still get to the song. But I want us to end with a praise on today. Because when you assess and realize that all that you did, that you didn't deserve what God did, and you realize that but he did it anyway, the man at the pool realized that Jesus saved him anyway, and then he helped him assess himself afterwards. When you realize that he did it anyway, he blessed you anyway, he made a way anyway, I believe that somebody out there listening to him today that but he did got it but he did it anyway praise can I just close out with that that but did you have a he did it anyway praise thank you God I'm in lamentation he said through the Lord's mercy we are not consumed because he is compassion fails not he did it for you anyway. When you look at your life and you do an assessment and you realize you didn't deserve it, but God was faithful to his word. He supplied your needs. That's what me and my husband started to realize. We were making bad decisions, but yet we never missed a meal. We were not using our money wisely, but yet the bills were still getting paid. God was sending people our way to bless us. Food was coming our way to bless us. God was just doing great things anyway when we did an assessment and started to change some things but until we changed some things God was still blessing he was singing to his word he washed over it that it would fulfill what he sent it to do thank you God hallelujah and some of us got it but he did it anyway praise and me and my husband we blessed the Lord we served him into the more because we had a he did it anyway praise and we had to live and learn some things and that that's what the man at the pool, he needed to learn that it was the sin in his life and that if he didn't stop sinning, something worse would happen. Do your assessment so you can move into the realm of the goodness of the Lord. Come on, somebody. So nothing worse.
curse would come unto you. Amen. Amen. That was a warning. It was a love warning. That as God was blessing me and my husband and sending us through, there were correction things that needed to happen. So nothing worse. We didn't want to lose the car. We didn't want to lose the house. We didn't want to be in a worse state. We didn't want to move in with anybody else. God helped us. We had to learn from our mistakes. We did that assessment. Thank you, God. He helped us figure things out that we wouldn't end up in a worse state, a worse condition than before when he was making ways, when he was blessing us anyway when he was making a way out of no way anyway when that was a but God anyway situation and we served him even more that's how we end up in leadership position because we were understanding the nature of God that if we made that correction that if we did the assessment hallelujah that he was just going to bless us even more that we would start making better decisions hallelujah that we wisdom would come into play that understanding would come into play and that we were he would elevate us come on in due season things started to happen because we kept doing an assessment we kept looking at it we kept dissecting to see what we did to get where we got to come on ask the question i asked the question ask yourself how did i get here What were my decisions that led me to this state of despair, this state of hopelessness, to this impotent state? Thank you, God, to this state of invalid, that what I can't do for myself, that the more I do, the worse the state I was in. You got to stop and do an assessment. You got to figure out how did you get here? But you won't do it alone because God is going to come back. Jesus is going to come back. Get back in the word. Get back in your prayer life. Get back into the household of assembling yourself with the saints. It'll come to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He'll send it to you. He'll come to you and let you know what it is. How did you get there? I brought you out. But I ain't going to bring you out without the warning. I ain't going to bring you out without coming back to let you know how you got here. How did you get to that state I delivered you from? I'm going to reveal it to you, said the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm I'm just not going to heal you and you not know how you got there. I'm just not going to deliver you and you not know what you did to get yourself there. I'm going to come back to you. He's going to find, thank you, God. He's going to find you, daughter. He's going to find you, son, because he don't want you in a worse state. Aren't you glad about that? First he did it anyway, but then he comes back to reveal to you. Did you have clarity that you understand how you got there? Oh, I didn't get to that song, but that's all right. I'm going to get to it at some point. And to God be the glory. Aren't you glad somebody got, he did it anyway, praise. But God, any pray, praise. But God, praise. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel like rejoicing myself. Thank you all for tuning in today and spending time with me. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. Why? God loves you.